Welcome to season two of Monday Matters podcast. It's a spiritual segment brought to you by Spirit of Praise Ministry. If you're listening today, that means you've enjoyed this podcast thus far. We ask you to one, share it with a friend, with somebody else that needs an uplifting moment. And second, please don't forget to subscribe so you could enjoy previous messages and the ones to come. We hope the next few minutes will bring you a message of peace, comfort, and hope to whatever situation you're going through. Have a blessed time, family. Hello, SOP family. Welcome to part two of a series we're calling It Might Get Messy. In part one, we talked about the prodigal son and that sometimes you have to be flat laid on your back to come to your senses to realize where your blessing comes from, where your deliverance comes from. And now we're going to enter to part two. So if you get a chance, listen to part one before you go to part two. Part two, we're going to start off in John chapter nine. Let us pray. Father God, we invite your spirit right now. We ask, please, to speak through us, O God, and speak to the hearts and situations of those listening, wherever they are, whatever their situation might be. Father God, help us and clarify your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, The title, or subtitle, it might get messy part two, but we're going to talk about mud in your eyes. John chapter 9 tells us a funny story. If you could follow along if you'd like to. As he walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Verse 3, Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Now, that's a powerful section, but, you know, we don't have time. um, But there's some quick notes that we want to take down. Uh, The first point I want to bring out to you is that sometimes things happen to you. It's not because you sin. It's not because of your parents. It's not because of karma or whatever you hear other people say. But it's not because you stole that pencil or that pen from that interview. No, Jesus clearly lets his disciples know that the blindness the man had had nothing to do with him, but that God's glory might be revealed. Ah, ah. We're going off already. We're starting off with a good reel. Uh, you see, he didn't. It, he was not born blind because he messed up. He was not born blind because something happens. He was not born blind because he's paying for a mistake that someone else did. But Jesus clearly tells that he is in that situation so that the glory of God might be revealed. And so the first question I'd like to ask you is, could you be in a situation so that God's glory might be revealed? I'm going to ask you again. Could you be in a situation so that God's glory might be revealed? Could the situation that's holding you down, making you sad, giving you an unfair advantage or unfair disadvantage be a tool of what God is using to get glory? Is God having you in a situation? Yes, I'm going to put her in that job. Yes, I'm going to put him in that marriage. Yes, I'm going to use them in this space. I'm going to use them in this church. I'm going to use them in this situation. I know it seems tough. I know it's annoying, but I'm using it so God can get glory. I'm using this pandemic era so that God can get glory. I'm using this pressure that you're getting from the politics and from society and from church and from home and from all around. I'm using this so that God can get glory. I'm using this so that I can be able to gain glory from that situation. Could you be in the same situation? You see, Jesus didn't say that he would stay that way. He didn't say that. He said it started that way so that eventually he could encounter me, 
the giver of life. Eventually you can encounter me, the light of the world. Jesus says that I am the light of the world and why I'm still here, the light of the world is here. And he said, listen, this is his story. Listen, this is his beginning, but that's not the way it's going to end. And I want to let you know right now, whatever your situation is, God is saying to you, this is your beginning. Yes, you started out this way. Yes, you were struggling with that sin. Yes, you were struggling with these different things. Yes, that's your beginning, but that's not the end. These things happen and so that my glory can be revealed in you. So when people say, how did she switch from her lifestyle of before and the way she's walking now? How is he acting different? How is he talking different? How is his actions are different? How can they see a glory revealed in you? It's because God says, listen, I allowed you to go through what you went through. I gave grace for what you went through, but I'm using you so that I can get glory because God knows. That if some of you get saved, that if you are walking different, you're talking different, God knows that, yes, other people will listen. Other people will see that, wow, there is a God. And you may not believe. You may think, I'm a nobody. No one's watching me. I don't got that many followers. But no, everyone's always watching. You have a large audience of people that you sometimes see that you sometimes don't see. But God is using you so that he can get glory. And not just because God is a glory person, but it's because God is trying to lead people to him so that they can be saved. But we're almost done because we just started but verse 6 it says when he had said this he spat on the ground made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes saying to him go wash in the pool of Siloam which means sent now wait 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 let's go ahead and stop the podcast right now he did what the, the, okay, this is the same Jesus, right? Like Jesus, has he lost his mind? Like what is going on? Isn't this the same Jesus that would heal people by laying hands on people? Isn't this the same Jesus who stopped the funeral procession and just touched the casket and said, boy, get up? Like isn't the same Jesus who said because of your faith, your daughter is healed. It was done in the same hour just because he spoke it. Is this not the same Jesus who took the, the, the fish and the five loaves of bread and multiplied it and fed thousands? He didn't do it just one time. He did it a second time. Isn't this the same Jesus who has all these power? Why in the world that he sees that this man is born blind? This man does not have eyes inside of him because you can imagine like how can he was born in that situation? But Jesus, instead of just touching him, Jesus, instead of just saying something right there, Jesus, instead of just calling an angel from heaven to come down and give him some new eyes, the Bible says Jesus spat on the ground and made mud. Why in the world would he spit in dirt to make it mud and then put it on him? Do you know how much spit is needed to make mud? I mean, okay, you may be eating, and if you are eating, I'm so sorry right now, but think about it. Like, you, you can get dirt from the ground, but we all know mud is what? Moist. And it, it, is, it has a sticky figure to it, but if you just get dirt from the ground, it's kind of dry. And so you need what? a lot of spit, right? You need a lot of uncomfortableness. You need a lot of just what you don't desire in order to put into that dirt in order to make it mud and then taking that mud and putting it on the face of a man. Why would Jesus do something so nasty? I'm going to be honest. It's nasty. I don't like it. Why would Jesus do something that's so disgusting? You know, like there's something difference between disgusting and disgusting. Like that's disgusting. Like Jesus, like, why would you do that? That's confusing. That's embarrassing. Imagine with me, this man is already blind, but he could hear the sound effects. This man's already blind. He heard all the people talking about him. He's gone through all the struggle, and now he comes to Jesus, and, and Jesus is coming towards him, and he can hear that Jesus is making this spit sound. He could hear the mess 
You can hear, I mean, I want you to imagine that Jesus is, is collecting his spit. I'm not going to do the sound so you don't throw up. But you know Jesus is doing all of that sound effects. And the man cannot see, but he can hear it. And he can already hear what's going on. He's kind of confused. He expected that Jesus would lay a hand on him. He expected that Jesus would say a word, but he could hear the process. And it didn't sound cute. But the question is, did he run away? You see, he could have run away. He could have said, ah, never mind. You know, homie, I think I'm good. I, I, I'm straight. I'm straight, man. I'm good. Let me, let me just go ahead and pop out. He could have said, are you crazy? He could have, you know, responded in a certain type of way. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, I'd be very uncomfortable. I mean, I heard about you, but I don't know you like that. And here you are spitting on the ground trying to put it on my face. Nah, partner, I'm good. How many of us? Right there, so someone right there, that God is trying to do something for us. God is trying to heal us. God is trying to deliver us. But because the process gets messy, because it doesn't come the way we imagine, because it's not comfortable, because it's not nice, we are freaking out and getting scared and we're saying, God, I don't know if I can take it. But watch this now. We're about to go home. But his desire to get healed was greater than his concern of the process. Praise God. Amen. His desire to get healed was greater than his concern of the process. You know, he was desired to get healed. His desire of, of to be healed and to be made, made whole was greater than what people think. He was, it was greater than other people's opinion. It was greater than what he would imagine or cared about what others would have to say about it. He was in a state that said, Jesus, however the blessing will come, I'll take it. He said, Jesus, however the deliverance will come, I'll take it. He said, Jesus, however you decide to heal me, however you decide to take me out of the situation, however you decide to bless my bank account, however you decide to bless my family, however you decide to make me whole from all these diseases and pain, however you decide to heal me from those scars those emotional scars that are inside my heart right now Jesus however you have to do it as long as I can see as long as I can become whole as long as I can become healed do whatever you have to do oh God the Bible says then he went and washed and came back able to see now watch this as we go home the neighbors and those who had seen him verse 8 before as a beggar began to ask is this not the same man who used to sit and beg some were saying, it is he. Others were saying, no, but it's someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, then how were your eyes open? He answered, the man called Jesus, made mud, spread it on my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and received my sight. You see, he was able to be a testimony to others and bring glory to Jesus. Listen to me, please. God is not wanting to embarrass you. God is not trying to humiliate you. God is showing us through his word that his way is not our way, that his wisdom is not our wisdom. You see, let me bring you back. David was destined to be king, but had to wait almost 15 years until he became king. And those 15 years, he was running away. His life was constantly in danger. He did not sleep in a palace. He did not sleep really in a bed. He was sleeping in caves with his men around him, constantly with his sword, sleeping with his sword because he knew that he was constantly on the run. But God made a promise to him. He had to go through some mess to get his blessing. The Israelites were under Babylon captivity for 70 years until finally they were able to return back to their land. They had to go through that mess. You know the 70 years and Babylon wasn't cute. That's the same a crazy king who says he's going to 
heat the furnace seven times hotter. They went through all those toils and those snares, but finally God brought them through. Lazarus was dead for four days until Jesus showed up. Some people had to get sick and even die for Jesus to eventually heal and resurrect them. What I'm saying to you is what if your blessing comes in an unexpected way? What if your blessing comes in a messy way? What if your blessing comes in a way that you didn't imagine it? And what I'm trying to say to you, I'm not trying to warn you of some mess. I'm saying that 2020 was some mess. Can we all agree? We went through different trials and tribulations emotionally and physically and all types of ways. But what if God was using that mess to say, hey, I'm going to bring her closer to me. Hey, I'm going to use this and he's going to be able to walk with me. He's going to put down that bottle. He's going to put down those other vices. He's going to put down those things that he doesn't need. He's going to realize that to fight his demons, he does not need to go to weed. To fight his demons, he does not need to go to sleeping around. To fight his demons, he needs me. I don't know about you, but I'm talking about myself. God has showed me that, yes, we need him, only him. Before we had all these distractions, before we had all these different things we can go to. But God put us all in the house for some time and said, listen, can I finally get your attention? Do I have to put you through some mess in order for you to get this blessing, in order for you to get this deliverance? And so, family, as we close part two and we close part one, the truth to you is that it might have to get messy for you to get your blessing. But the thing that the prodigal son had and the thing that this blind man had, they had that desire to be saved. They had a desire to be removed from the situation. They had the desire so great. They said, listen, I don't care what no one says. I don't care who I lose. I don't care how much it costs. Let me see. Let me get my deliverance. Let me be able to move forward. Let me be able to break away from this addiction. That's what they wanted so bad. And because their desire to have that was so great, God was able to use any situation to heal them. And God left them as an example for all of us saying, listen, it might get messy, but God has a plan. I like to pray for you because I know this is a nice word, but it can get tough and annoying. And sometimes you're like, man, I'm going through the mess right now. I'm going through that divorce. I'm going through that issues. And I don't want to go through it. It's just so frustrating. I don't know what to do. Well, there is a savior named Jesus, the light of the world who says, listen, while I'm still here, there's light in the world. And he'd like to bring that light into you. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for speaking to us. And oh God, this is a hard message to take that it might get messy. God, we're all going through some mess. Sometimes mess that we put ourselves in, sometimes mess we just found ourselves in. But oh God, we know that regardless of how we got there, that your glory can be revealed in us if we seek your face. And so God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person listening to this. I pray in Jesus' name that you will do what you have to do. If you have to put mud in our eyes, oh God, do so. If you have to make us be able to lose and to be in a pig pen area, God, do what you have to do, oh God, because we know that you love us, you care for us, that you did not humiliate this person, that you did not push them on the ground, you did not make fun of them, but oh God, you healed them and delivered them. And God, because you're a loving Father, we know whatever you use to bring us closer to you, oh God, it's for our good. And so I ask, oh God, that you give us wisdom, that you give us grace, that you give us your favor, that you give us your protection. Oh God, that you will heal us and deliver us from our problems and help us, oh God, to be so happy with our blessing, but to go and help those who are blind and say, listen, we know somebody who can deliver you. His name is Jesus. We love you, oh God. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to family. God bless you and your family. Take care. Wow, wow, wow. What a message. We hope this podcast thus far is bringing you peace, comfort, and hope for the future. Again, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody. And to you, don't forget to subscribe so you could benefit from previous and upcoming messages. Be blessed.